Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Larry. Yeah. Again. This is the third time we've done this, folks. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am such an idiot. Uh, but my friend, it is good to be with you. I'm glad that we got to do this. Sorry, I just got to move this up so I can see it. Um, but folks, honestly, I balled something up. So here we are doing this a whole recording over again. But look, it's going to be even better the second go around. Um, it was the third time for the introduction. That's where the, the thing is. But my friend, tonight we're going to talk about Zechariah 6, which is this one of these weird dreams, right? Or two of these weird dreams. Two two really, really odd dreams. Yeah. Um, the first one. The first one is a little reminiscent of, of his first dream in chapter one um, because it has the horses in it. Okay. Chapter one has the, has the four horses as well. I was going to go back and read. In chapter one, the horses were, what were they? Were they black and brown and, and white? Yes, something we'd, like we'd, that. We'd have, yeah. to go back and, we'd have to go back and look. <laughs> and, so, and this time there, there are other colors. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so we're figuring, as you know, that that he he was he's an old man, as you know. He's, <laughs> so he had this dream. <laughs> he, he has the first dream, and he has to get up and go to the washroom. And when he comes back, he has a very similar dream, but it's a, it's a bit different because that's how dreams go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hoive, like you know, I wasn't thinking I shouldn't have had that extra cup of coffee before before bed. <laughs> Yes. Of course, he's he's Jewish, so it'd be tea. Yeah, that's true. Oh, tea. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, they, of course, not 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 in this period of time, but later on, they would drink tea. They put a cube of sugar in between their teeth and then drink the tea through the sugar, which was kind of an interesting thing. Oh, I don't know that everybody did it, but uh, but some did. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. All right, folks. So let's jump in here. Verse 1, chapter 6. I looked up again, and there before me were four chariots coming up from between two mountains, mountains of bronze. The first chariot had red horses, the second black, the third white, and the fourth dappled, all of them powerful. I asked the angel who was speaking to me, what are these, my lord? Yes, and there's the, remember we, the, in the New Testament, they tend to, they, the, uh, the angel asks them, what are these? And they'll go, we don't know. Uh, only you know, sir. <laughs> yeah. And then the angel will explain stuff. It's a literary device. Yeah. But in this in this case, you know, the literary device wasn't developed as well. <laughs> so the angel just asked him, you know, what are what are these? Or he asked the angel, what are yeah. these? Yeah. And the angel explains. Yeah. Verse 5 now, folks. The angel answered me, these are the four spirits of heaven going out from standing in the presence of the Lord of the whole world. The one with the black horses is going toward the north country. The one with the white horses is going toward the west. The one with the dappled horses is going toward the south. Um, uh, um, the east. Are we, are, we, are we missing a horse? Yeah. Um, yes. I went through yeah. the desert on a horse with no name. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. This, this horse had no training at all. It was... <laughs> It, it didn't go anywhere. It took the chariot, took off. No one knew where it went. Yeah, um, wow. yeah. It's it's one of the it's an oddity in this dream. And when I read the commentators, they just ignore it more than anything. Hmm. But um, but the red horse doesn't go to the east. And um, and and nobody I read really knew why. There, there's probably somebody out there that knows why. But right. But but because his focus is really just on the one horse. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea for four horses, four spirits, 
Um, now, I would say this is, of course, reminiscent of the Holy Spirit. Remember, in Revelation, it's the seven spirits of God. Right. The four spirits go to the four uh, corners of the um, <clears throat> of the earth. In Revelation, also, they have the four angels holding back the four winds. So this four corners of the earth and the Spirit of God going out to them is uh, is not uncommon. But but he's he's focused on a particular place this time. Yes, love it. Love how you made that transition. So. You know, he's a professional, folks. If you if you don't know this about Larry, he's a professional. When the powerful horses went out, they were straining to go throughout the earth. And he said, go throughout the earth. So they went throughout the earth. And then he called to me, look, those going toward the north country have given my spirit rest in the land of the north. Yeah, I love that. They were straining to go out through the, throughout the earth. So he said, go out through the earth. <laughs> It's, it's sort of the way we train our animals. Yeah. We try to figure out what they're going to do, and then we ask them to do that <laughs> and say that we've trained them to do it. <clears throat> but the thing here is that is, is the emphasis, of course, is, um, is that these horse go throughout the earth, but, but the emphasis is this one that goes to the north. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's the big one. And, and we're thinking that the, the south is Egypt, Maybe mm. Ethiopia, maybe Kush. That's that's the south. Uh, the north. Some of the commentators are saying there that's Babylon or Persia, you know, Iran, Iraq. Right. But um, but I would almost suggest that that the north, he's he's really talking um, Jerusalem and north of Jerusalem and in the, in that area. I, I think his focus is on peace coming to Jerusalem because mm. this is remember he's talking. Just before they're they're rebuilding the um, the temple, okay. So this this is the time of the rebuilding of the of the second temple, and um, and and the, the preparation for that. So I think this is a I think that this is a preparation for that. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah just this is one dream, mm -hmm. and then the chapter turns to the next one, verse nine. The word of the Lord came to me. Take silver and gold from the exiles. And he lists off three exiles who have arrived in Babylon. Go to the same day to go the same day. Sorry. Go the same day to the house of Josiah, son of Zephaniah. Take the silver and gold and make a crown. Set it on the head of the high priest, Joshua, son of Zadok, And tell him this is what the Lord Almighty says. Here's the man. Here's the man whose name is the branch, and he will branch out from this place, from his place, sorry, his, yeah, his place, and build the temple of the Lord. It is he who will build the temple of the Lord, and he will be clothed with majesty and will sit and rule on his throne. He will be a priest on his throne. There will be harmony between the two. The crown will be given, again, to these three people that he mentions, the son of Zephaniah, as a memorial in the temple of the Lord. Those who are far away will come and help build the temple of the Lord, and you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to you. This will happen if you diligently obey the Lord your God. Yeah, little piece in there, right? I'm I'm going to do all of this stuff if you obey the Lord. That's that's uh that's that's very mosaic, mm. uh, like Moses. Not not a mosaic, but Moses. <laughs> it's not, hey, hey, I got these little shards of, of clay here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to build a temple out of them. <laughs> so again, um, so these, these exiles are to come from Babylon. They think um, that these, the three names are not the names of people, but they are um, an appellation. They are, they're um, a title mm. that they may not be actual people. Um, however, um, Josiah, the son of Zephaniah and Joshua, the son of Josak, uh, Josadak, 
um, those those are actual those are the people, right? Those are the, okay. the main guys. And so what Jeremiah is saying is they're go, they're going to make gold for these guys. They're going to they're going to put it on on the head. And these are the ones these are the ones that are going to rebuild the temple. Mm, mm. So again, this is a, this is just a, a, a foreshadowing of the temple that's about to be built. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's very important. Now, some of the scholars, they they'll look at these two things and they'll say, "Hey, the one's a priest and the one's sort of a king, right?" Yeah. Now, it can't be a king over 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 Jerusalem because Jerusalem couldn't have a king at this point, right? Because they were still under Persian rule, right? Right. And um, and so so since there's no king, some some tries to push try to push this forward, and say he's talking about a Messiah. Mm. But then they'll say the Messiah came in Jesus in the form of Jesus. Right. And Jesus was a king and he was a priest. Right. Remember? Priest in the order of Melchizedek, king in the order of King David, and a ruler as well. <clears throat> and so so some say that really this is pushing forward to the future. Okay. Um, to the coming of Jesus. And it could be. It could be. There are always those that when they read prophecy, they see double fulfillments. Mm. There was a fulfillment for their time. There was a fulfillment for the future. Now, I, I try to shy away from that as much as possible. I, I don't like going that direction. Um, unless unless the New Testament comes back and says, hey, that was pointing at Jesus. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Which they did a lot. Yeah. Um, they, they took, uh, but I don't remember them taking any of these verses and, and pointing them specifically at Jesus. But I do think that that what's happening here is is he is um, prophesying about this temple that they're building. Haggai was his contemporary, and Haggai was telling them, you know, stop building your houses. You need to build the temple. Right, right. You, yes, you need yes. to concentrate on God's thing. Yep. And I think Zechariah is doing the same thing. But he's doing it in a different way. He's doing it not telling them to do it. He's doing it saying it's going to be done. Mm. Hmm. Through these guys, through money that's coming from Babylon, interestingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hence, why yeah. maybe the, why the need for peace, so the temple can be rebuilt, even too. Yeah, and and it's, it'd be nice if the gold and silver came from Babylon because they were the ones who took it from the original temple. <laughs> yeah, you know they're not even there. So why they're even talking about Babylon? This is Persia. Yeah, and yet and yet they never let go of Babylon. Babylon was the one everybody hung on to. You know, and later on, when they talk about the evil cities and the and in Revelation, I'm sorry to keep going there, but no, no, but it's, when they it's talk about it, they talk about it being Babylon, right? That yeah. Rome is Babylon. They never say Rome is Persia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the Persian cat, I think. Because you know, everybody <laughs> yeah. loves that. Everybody loves the long-haired Persian cat. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah. but Babel, like who wants who wants to listen to a babbler? Well, well. <laughs> yeah. Other than maybe a brook, you know, maybe that's <laughs> the only thing that, that gets away with it. So I think what he's pointing at in all of this is is this temple that's going to be built, mm. and not too far in, in his future, actually. Right. Yeah. Interesting. What a, what a bizarre little little piece of scripture that we tripped into here, right? Is these two bizarre dreams that that you know, and it's just fascinating, like you said, Larry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we could talk about dreams, you know, because God seems to use dreams. Yeah. Remember, all the way back to, who was our guy, Prince of Egypt? Uh, Not Moses. Joseph. Joseph. All the way back to Joseph and Pharaoh's dreams. Yeah. Pharaoh had those weird dreams. And I like Joseph because he says, he tells him the dream and then he interprets it. He doesn't even say, tell me your dream. He says, no, no, this is your dream. <laughs> and this is what God says is going to happen. Right? Yeah. Um, so he was an interpreter of dream, dreams. And... 
I don't know. I don't know that God, I wonder if God still uses dreams. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Can't use mine. Mine are, mine are, well, if you can use these, maybe you can use mine. <laughs> <laughs> why am I wearing, why am I wearing a moose head? I don't know. It must mean something. <laughs> what is God telling me? <laughs> <laughs> I look good in antlers. Um. <laughs> but in this case, of course, um, the dreams are very important and they are, yeah. they are. And, and again, he says, you're going to have peace if you obey me. Yeah. 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 We like it better in the New Testament where he just says you're going to have peace, and he doesn't he doesn't throw in all that that obedience stuff, <laughs> or or does he? <laughs> oh, 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 hurtful, so hurtful. It hurts my so heart. <laughs> oh, my friend, thank you so much for that, folks. That was fantastic. I love how Larry illuminated these passages, and and you know, like uh, I think we might have commented at one point. You know, the scholars kind of went like this with them, like, I, 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 it means something, sure, but we don't know. So it's so fun to see this kind of stuff. We're so thankful that uh, you could join us on this. A little programming note, we will not record next week, but we'll be back with you the week after. I'm taking a wee trip, so I'll be out of, out of the picture for just one week, and then we'll be back. But as always, please know how thankful we are that you listen. Don't hesitate to tell your friends. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get fine podcasts in your neighborhood. You know, if you're at a corner store, oh, I'll take a podcast, please. <laughs> Is that my friend Larry and Steve? Oh, yes. I'll, I'll take the Apocalypse podcast off the shelf. That looks pleasing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but until the next time you hear us, I was Steve, he was Larry, and this was the Apocalypse podcast.